Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Come to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and the person who is shaking his head right now at me, for those of you who are in audio land and looking at me very disappointingly, is Mr. Joe Cahill. Joe, how are you today? I'm doing quite well. And greetings from the Galactic Empire, may I say. Uh, well, as you can see or not see, if you are listening to this in audio, uh, Mr. Ray Rumsey will not be joining us today. He is feeling a little under the weather. Uh, so we wish him the best and hope that he dunks himself some, some back to, t- in a back to tank and gets better and gets with us here next week. Um, well, it's been a kind of a uh, interesting day in Star Wars land. Um, I just watched the commercial for the, uh, what was it? The Uber Eats. The Uber Eats. Uh, Mark Hamill and Patrick Stewart. Um, I thought it was hilarious. I thought just the the whole I am my daddy <laughs> line <laughs> was... Well, you know, what? You know what? if what? they throw the breath masculine sound on after that, it might have been okay. You know? <laughs> but I did like that uh, yeah. Patrick Stewart was referring to Darth Vader. Um, yes. Um, I also liked a little nod that Mark Hamill was carrying the baseball bat and Patrick Stewart, being British, was, of course, carrying the cricket bat. I think that was yeah, a pretty nice cool touch, touch too. Pointed that out to my roommate while we were watching it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. check it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, of course, we are live on getvocal.com and on Facebook Live. And I know, Joe, you're keeping a eye out for everything on Facebook Live. And uh, do we have anybody over there yet Doesn't on look Facebook like Live? Any yet, but I'm going to keep an eye on video so if you see me turn my head to the right folks that's because i'm checking to make sure we're not missing any comments or questions over there yeah right right uh so well that kind of led to another little discussion between the two um i guess you could say giants of sci-fi fantasy with mark hamill and patrick stewart uh both saying that yeah they would think it'd be pretty cool to do a crossover um Obviously, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, they both talking about well, two. They don't think it'll ever happen, but but that it should. It's yeah. the biggest franchises. You know, you got two. Yeah, uh, it's what's really been interesting to me is to see the response from the fandom when um, this kind of got out and people thinking. And ironically, I found a lot of negative. A lot of people are like, "No, no, we don't want to see that. We don't want to see that." Um. Well, you know, I don't know if it's just, you know, if it's the hate for Star Trek from Star Wars fans or a lot of people pointed out that they're two completely different things. That Star Trek science fiction, science fiction, where Star Wars is science fantasy, fantasy yeah. is more fantasy based. It's more space opera. Um, but 
I mean, I've you've seen I've you see I've seen comics done with you know crossing over the two. I've seen fan fiction written crossing over the two. So I mean, it can be done. Um, it's just, and that might be a topic we hit later on. Is you know a Star Trek versus Star Wars topic and. Um, in fact, I think that could be a really cool topic, not not just to look at Star Wars versus Star Trek from an in-universe point of view, but to look at the influences that both had on each other and how they, because, you know, I don't think either one would exist without the other today. You know, I don't think Star Wars would exist without Roddenberry creating Star Trek and I don't think Star Trek would exist today today as it does if Lucas hadn't have done Star Wars in 1977 which showed that it can be done and kind of influenced Roddenberry to go back and make the motion um, picture a new Star Trek series at the time Um, they threw those those out after seeing after 77 success and decided to go for a motion picture. Um, unfortunately, they aptly named it Star Trek: mm-hmm. The Motion Picture. Um, I think we could have been a little more creative than that, but yes, <laughs> it was uh, it was done. They basically took an episode that was going to be in that series and expanded it into the yeah. future. And they left it. a yeah. few things to be desired, but it was it was nice to see it back after so many years. Yeah. It was nice. I mean, you have the um, the nearly ten minute flyover of the Enterprise, which keeps going on forever but, and ever and yeah, ever. And it I mean, it was a beautiful out. shot. I mean, put me on the edge of the seat with the two with the three Klingon battle cruisers approaching Beecher. I mean, to have yeah. it start out on yeah. that kind of a foot and then go into the drag out mess it became. And don't get mad at me, Star Trek fans. I'm a huge Star Trek fan as well. Um, I belong to multiple Trek clubs, and I dress up and do Mm -hmm. the whole nine yards. But, you know, motion picture, I watch it now. And it's something I leave on in the background. Uh, Star Wars 77, I watch it now. And it's something I sit down and watch. Now. Watch, yes. Number two of both franchises. Fantastic. You know, but. uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Wrath of Khan well, is the by far still favorite. the best Star Star Trek um, movie, and you know Roddenberry actually hated it. Yeah, yeah. Yet, he really, because it wasn't Star Trek. Um, not not what he envisioned yep. uh, at being Star Trek. Yeah, which is too bad because it was perfect yeah. time. Well, this is well, it was not, perfect time. Yeah, which is what I was going to segue before you cut it. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> into the second episode of the Star Trek franchise way back then. Um, so, you know, Empire Strikes Back, which was also much more militaristic and built up. And mm. um, and that brings us all the yeah. way around. We're back to Star Wars. Tonight's topic is... Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Today we are wrapping up with a little Sith bow on top of whatever, uh, the end of the prequel trilogies and the movie that kind of led everything that we've seen before led to this 
And I think this has the reputation of among with the prequels of being the good one. Well, I always heard it was um, more and of the right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, the better one. Well, and right off the bat, we finally get the opening that you've been clamoring for for the last two movies. Right off the bat, That's you're right. boom in the action, uh, and that was amazing. Yeah, you're just that was great right there. Uh, yeah, just you, you have no choice but to get into it, and the the the, the starships at close range is amazing. The the whole battle scene over Coruscant, yeah, it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was, and that was really the first time that we've really seen. Like we see a little bit of it in, um, in, in uh, Return of the Jedi, but this is really the first time actual fleet action with the fleets coming together and seeing how they fought, and you can see. To me, I noticed it was very much old style battleships, you know, coming along broadside and then just firing their exactly. cannons at each other broadside while the fighters are going around doing like that. But that's kind of reminded me, it reminded me of like, like, like the old dreadnoughts or even the old right. sailing, sailing battleships, you know, they're trying to get in the position to come along broadside and just, and then the fighters, each other like trying that. To, you know, gain the upper yeah. hand so that they can break off from being anti-fighters into actual attack, the dreadnoughts as well. To yeah. So it's all fighters. about yeah. who's going to get yeah. air supremacy over yeah. the battlefield while the dreadnoughts are slugging it out below. Yeah, yeah, it was just so such a cool, cool, cool scene, and you know, you're just like I said, like I said, you're just thrown right into the action, and there's no time to catch your breath. It's just right off the bat, you're boom, you're in. Once again, the crawl sets the scene perfectly, so you know exactly what's going on and exactly what they're there for. So they're there to rescue the chancellor. He's been he's been kidnapped by the evil by the evil General Grievous and boom, you're in. Um, yeah. So, I mean, right off the bat, just, just awesome start to the movie and probably the, the best start of the three move of the, of the, of the three moves we've seen so far, as far yes, as getting straight into the action. Um, felt like Star Wars. I, I mean, the others were Star Wars, but this one yeah. was, yeah. Uh, it reminded me of, uh, Star Wars 77 with the you know blockade runner and the yeah. star destroyer and you're just right into the action uh, which was a new thing for, yeah. for films and any you know it was mm-hmm. usually you didn't jump that fast into the action you had some character building first um, now after yeah. they got on board ship yeah, the tone for me kind of went down a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you have some, you know, little bit of banter as they're um, going around, you know, go, going through. I mean, you have that, you know, the scene in, in the hangar where they're they're taking care of all the battle droids and getting, you know, um, but... Yeah, there is a little bit of downtime, a little bit of, of yeah. time for banter, and um, I did like how our care of the two uh, 
super battle droids with the uh the the oil fire that was yeah. that was very artuish <laughs> yeah if i may say so i had to throw a little bit of that uh laurel and hardy in there with r2 uh that's yeah absolutely yes, a, a must-have in every one of them um and then you know when we get up to the bridge um Well, I just want to go back because I don't know if you've seen it, but there is a actually a um, funny the, the talking um, li little the talking where uh, where Anakin is talking to Obi Wan. It's like no, YouTube means this. Oh, I thought YouTube meant that. Yeah, I thought that was yeah, kind of funny. Was that should... Anakin actually doing <laughs> the R2 definitely speech. something that should remain in the bloopers and never be in the film. <laughs> no, do not add that in the yeah, director. Yeah, it was, was still funny. it was still kind of funny. Um, but definitely, no, we don't no. want to see that in the film. Yeah, but it didn't. Again, it didn't really add anything to the. Um, no, it would have just slowed. Too, the pace but yes, we have through. these. Um, yeah, and I think that's probably why they didn't add it. You know, it would have. I mean, there's so many things that are that are in. And it might have got a good laugh out of the audience. And sorry if I'm stepping on you. Um, you're actually breaking up pretty bad on me, so okay. I can't really tell. When, oh, when I'm sorry. Uh, talking or not all the time. Okay. No problem. Oh, it uh, definitely, though, would have given a little laugh in the theater, especially to the kids um, that saw it for the first time. They'd mm -hmm. have giggled or laughed or thought that was hilarious. But yeah, it would have slowed the pace down way yeah. too much coming down from uh, the initial opening scenes. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I definitely had yeah. to eat gruffly. But yeah, we're talking about, you know, getting up to the bridge and um the initial con the initial Go ahead. Um yeah, yeah, I'm time. sorry, sorry. I was just checking to make sure uh, see if anybody was over there on uh, Facebook Live. Uh, okay. But yeah, the initial confrontation um between so that would be grievous and and the jet at the bridge grievous yeah yes Ooh, yes so that's how we're introduced to general um, grievous. and this grievous yes uh what was your kind of thoughts on grievous and how they um, um you could tell he was probably the first attempt at a vader uh, but boy, he sure used, could have used Vader's respirator. To me, <laughs> um, the, 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 yes. the continual coughing and such um, in a cyborg kind of started to wear thin on me. Uh, you know, technologically, yeah, they could have. Okay, he can't breathe on his own. Yeah, you 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 give him a full on respirator system. Uh, well. They actually explained that in the original Clone Wars short, um, the little 15-minute shorts they did, which basically led up to episode three with the um it's not it's not can I don't think it's canon anymore, but in that one, uh he has that that cough because of Windu. Uh when he's when they're trying to capture um Palpatine, there's a big fight on Coruscant, 
and Dooku, or not Dooku, but Grievous is fighting Windu, and Windu uses a little bit of a force crush and kind of crushes his 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 the lungs he has a little bit, which causes him to get that cough. Okay. So there was a reason why he had it wasn't something that he had all the time. It was just something that had just happened to him because of a basically a battle. Right, well, I could see that. Same thing. Just increase the oh. pressure. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But to me, I, he came off as very much must-trust twirling villain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there was, you know, you don't really have a, you know, I mean, later on in the other canon, you get the backstory of Grievous and where he came from. In this one, there was no backstory. He was just someone right. who was evil to be evil. You know, at least with Dooku, there was a little bit of a backstory. You kind of understood you know, his reasonings, you know, wasn't explained in depth, but you had a basic understanding of, okay, this is why Grievous, or not Grievous, by why Dooku is doing right. what he's and, doing. And he's got 40s, a reason. He's got an Italian accent. He's got, you, you know, know. 20s, 30s, uh, 40s, he would have had a German accent. 50s yeah. and 60s, he would have been, you know, Russian. Um, so Russian. for Star Wars, it yeah. was a cyborg that was basically a brain and a couple of the internal organs. Yeah. Um, much worse off than, than Lord Vader. Basically, yeah. <coughs> so he was a oh, Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. And they kind of explain. Yeah, and they kind of explain in the in the in the canon that um, he was like one of the first attempts at what would become Vader. You know, this is something that Palpatine had been working at for a while, and that was kind of like Vader point. 1.0 and Vader was Vader 2.0 kind of a thing, you know, it was, you know, experimenting and kind of getting everything to, um, but then right away, I mean, the battle ends and there's a few, there's a few things in that battle that when they finally get to, I don't want to skip ahead right now. Um, to the to the big confrontation between, because um, I mean the fight with Grievous it basically ends like I said it was you know mustache twirling villain with him sneaking away and ha 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 I got away now, um, but then we go to the confrontation between in the throne room between Dooku and Anakin and Obi Wan and. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, the Jedi. Yes, the two Jedi. And I thought this was a pretty good fight. Um, from a cinematic standpoint, I thought, you know, it was very well done. And I loved um, Dooku's banter, the way Dooku just talks mm -hmm. during the entire thing. And, you know, as his way to kind of get get his opponent off balance to you know, frustrate them. And um, they actually talk about this in some of the books that that's actually a force oh, okay. power. Hit away, the rate he talks, it's actually a force power and he's actually projecting something to, as a way to help to frustrate and to get his opponent to get angry and to Bravado. get frustrated. Just like the, the old yeah. fencers and yeah. uh, uh, duelists back in the day, you know, would, um, even Lord, or even, um, Game of Thrones had the the Bravos fighter do that. Yeah, um, 
So yeah, yeah I could see that absolutely. Now the only yeah. part I wasn't sure of, yeah, was, yeah I loved I uh, loved the... Palpatine in the background with kind of the, mm. you know, it reminded me too much of uh, yeah, uh, Raiders two. Whenever Andy got in a fight and she, and the girl stood in the background swinging her fists and punching like she was doing the punching and everything else and it was actually Indy fighting, um, yeah, just over the top. So yeah. I like to think of it as every time he thinks Dooku's going to get the uh, advantage over Anakin and those little winces are him projecting some kind of force power out there to to deflect the strike mm. just a touch that nobody notices or touch, yeah. Um, I did like the line, though, that Dooku had when Anakin said uh, the line of my powers have doubled since we last met. And he says the line of something to the effect of uh, double of zero is still zero. <laughs> I can't remember the exact line, but it's something to that effect of um, what was the line? It shall be twice as enjoyable to defeat you this time then or yeah it was no it was something, it was something to to the fact of it was something to the fact that he said i've I, my powers have doubled since you last left <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this commercial break is brought to you by <laughs> uh i just pulled up the, the uh script which oh wow i keep on my phone <laughs> uh i sense great fear in you skywalker you have hate you have anger uh skywalker my powers have doubled since the last time we met count count duca responds good and then obi-wan finishes walking into the room mm. and bows to the chancellor I thought. Oh, I thought the line was something like "double the pride, double the fall." Could be that may have been cut short. Yeah. Twice the pride, double the fall. Good. I must not have. I, I didn't. I didn't know. Twice open the pride, double the fall. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and your swords, please. We wouldn't want to make a mess in front of. Of things in front of the chancellor, <laughs> which yeah. is pretty good too. Um, but I um, love Dooku's face when it's like, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from from Palpatine. Yeah, he's kill him, like, kill him now. Whoa, whoa, boss! <laughs> what, what, whoa, whoa! Hold on. Uh, which surprised me that he didn't say. I mean. Did he? I mean, did he I know he that there was trusting in that it, that it was over it was at just that point? Uh, method to get Anakin leaning more towards the dark side was to get him to even think about it, uh, because it yeah. was a, to me it was a good look of surprise yeah. when Anakin does cross the sabers. You know, it was like, mm -hmm. oh, he yeah. he's going to do it. Damn, that's not what I wanted. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And you get a little, this is the first time that you get a hint of Sidious coming through in Palpatine. Yeah. Just a hint. Yeah. The, that that voice, do it. Um, 
Very um, nice. Uh, and then, of course, yeah. then we get the fun part of uh, Anakin basically getting to carry everybody to safety. Yeah, every yeah, everybody is safe. And yeah. that was fantastic yeah. in the elevator shaft when Obi Wan woke up. And I thought it was interesting. This is I've seen a few things pointed out that like that Anakin's line is when Palpatine says, "Just let's leave him. He's lost." Anakin said, "His fate will be the same as mm -hmm. the rest of us." And all three of them died in the, died in the Death Star. They all had the same fate. They all well, Palpatine. No, he if he, he had to, he's in a club, uh, but he he was able to do that yeah. force transfer thing. Yeah, yeah. But Obi Wan died on the first Death Star, and Vader and Palpatine both died on the second Death Star. So Anakin was right; their fates were the same. So I thought that was kind of an interesting little little tidbit of. Um, but then, of course, you have the the crash landing scene uh, with them piloting the rest of the ship right, down yeah. to. Yeah, we can yeah. ignore all the laws of physics there. That's good. Yeah, you know, yeah, it it's Star Wars. Wars. You know, what, what can you? I mean, technically, there's tons of tons of laws of physics in space that are being. Um, you know, we have space wizards for crying out oh, loud. Oh, yeah. Well, space <laughs> wizards, space wizards with laser. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the fact that, you know, the, the ships still make noise in space. We still hear the pew of the TIE fighters when they go by, even though there's no sound right. in space. Yeah. And, and actually, but, they, they, get it, they get it half right. You know. Because the guy in the fighter is going to hear it. Because he's inside yeah. an atmosphere, and his yeah. engines are still making those vibrations and sounds to pass through the atmosphere. And just like the guys mm -hmm. on the big ships will hear the big guns firing. Um, if they make a sound, they're still going to feel them yeah. because that vibration will transfer back through the deck. Uh, so, so, so they're going to get halfway yeah. right. <laughs> now, the other ship ain't going to hear you shooting at them until you hit them. Yeah. Then they hear it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But yeah, once and then we get to the, the yeah. then we until get back yeah to landing and we bring back in the uh, well I, you know I always talk like I don't like her character Adme Amidala but in all in all actuality I mm. have to give her credit to me she was the biggest not Palpatine she was the biggest cause of creating Darth Vader and. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. to me that was just that was great because that's the best character in, in in all the movies. Yeah. Boy, I just did I leave you speechless again? Okay. Well, he's in this you movie, did. so I can you really did. say his name now. I've been gentle the last two episodes. Uh, which we will we will be getting to that soon. Uh, um, but yeah, you know, you can't tell me a bunch of Jedi don't notice him go running off of the little shuttle over to the side corner to kiss her. These guys, you know, they they, they talk about the forces. The good side is weak, and the force is weak, and their their ability to touch the force. 
but I guess their eyes are going bad too. Yeah. Um, it's just too much for, for me. Uh, everybody but Yoda, I guess, knew they were involved and just kept it a secret. Yeah, that was a... Uh... I mean, we've kind of talked about, you know, who knew, who didn't know, and I mean, we know um, Obi-Wan knew. We stuff know like Obi-Wan that, knew. so. Uh, because he knows to yeah. hitch a ride on her, yeah. her ship towards, the you know, later in the movie. Uh, yeah, and through, through the Clone Wars, which I know you haven't seen, but there was confirmed that Obi-Wan knew. There was a scene in the last season of the Clone Wars where um Anakin is sne- trying to sneak away to get a conversation with Padme and Rex is trying to cover for him and there's kind of a funny this little bit of funny scene where and you know Obi-Wan walks up to Rex and was asking to see where Anakin is and and you know Obi and Rex is like uh he's checking something in there you can't go in there no don't no wait no and when Anakin finally walks out, he kind of like throws the hell like, oh, everything looks good there in the direction. You know, keep up the good work. And as he's walking away, Obi-Wan turns and says, the next time, ne- you know, next time, could you at least tell Padme I said hello? <laughs> and Anakin just shoots him this look of like, Ooh. oh, I'm going to so kill you. <laughs> like, it was this look of just like, oh. I got caught. But, um, but yeah, that was kind of the... Yeah, that was kind of the first confirmation that, yeah, he knows. Um, but, of course, we quickly learn the big news that uh, Padme is preggers. Yep, there is that. And... Uh, creates the yeah. downfall of the Empire, um, unfortunately. And, you, know, and, you say tomato, I say, you know, heroes of the, Re- heroes of the rebellion, you know. Huh. Um, I say heroes of the seditious little twerps that should have been destroyed. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah, so pretty. You have kind of a teardroppy looking thing on your shirt. Um, your pitiful rebellion. <laughs> uh, so then we go through... Uh, we get up to uh, Palpatine really starting to play on uh, Anakin. I mean, this is the hardcore mess with Anakin's mm-hmm. mind time. Uh, I think Palpatine is sending him the dreams or twisting them. I think so. I think so too. He was too I think, ready. I think it was the he same was too thing ready when, when Anakin spoke with him yeah. about it. Oh, yes. Um, and I think you saw the the not necessarily the aftermath, but the the result of you know what happened with episode two and the dreams of him and his mother, right. and it's how not how the Jedi handled you know how Obi Wan handled that and the other ones handled that, so that there was that not there wasn't that trust there that he couldn't go he didn't feel he could go to obi-wan or even to yoda or to yoda or anyone else because especially obi-wan there was that trust had been had been broken as much as they seemed as they were 
brothers in arms and best friends and everything like that. There was still there was that broken trust that, you know, I don't, you know, what is he going to do if I say anything, you know, and it's, it's this idea of a lie on top of a lie on top of a lie on top of a lie. He was already lying about being married to Pad Ray. So you have that lie. Then you have on top of that, now he has to keep the lie of her being pregnant and that he's the father. Well, he's the father. So you have that, pregnant, that lie compound. Yeah. Yeah. That she's that he's the father. So you have that lie. Then you find then he starts having these nightmares. And he's like, I can't say anything about it. So now he's gotta he's gotta hide that and lie about that. So you have this lie on top of a lie on top of a lie. It's just compounding everything because you know, it's it's the same thing when you're when you're a kid and you you know you get in trouble. You know, your parents always tell you, you know, if you tell the truth, it's the best thing, you know, telling the truth is the best thing to do. You know, you if you don't lie, you're not gonna get as much trouble. But as a kid, you don't believe that. As a kid, you're like, oh, I don't want to get in trouble I'm anyway. Still gonna get, well, so in our generation, I'm still going to get a spanking. I'd really hate to see what happens if I lie to you about yeah. it. Um, <laughs> if it's not as bad. Yeah. Uh, like if I'm in the emergency room and yeah. I lie and you catch me, okay. <laughs> but yeah, and I can but, see that. But yeah, that I mean, Palpatine it was just, just twisting. Just oh yeah, and you know, and and it's oh. and it's probably one of the best lines Palpatine mm-hmm. ever delivers. Um, you know, how can I learn this power? And Palpatine, not exactly, from a Jedi. not from a Jedi, is one, yes. of, and it was delivered so yes perfectly. And of course, I have to ask the question: Have you heard of the legend of the story of? Plagueis? Darth yeah, Plagueis the Wise. <laughs> yeah, because you bring it up every other episode. Hmm. That's Well, you know it's not a story, one. you know, you, of course you know it's not a story the Jedi yeah, would tell. The Jedi don't tell anything like that. Yeah. Um, other than the Sith are evil, Sith are no, evil. No, they uh, but I came up with a new twist on something you and I have no. argued about before. And that was not granting okay. him the status of Master. Mm. Um, you were kind of a bit that that really helped push him over the edge towards the dark side and and disagreed with yoda's decision but i think and it's weird you know coming from the imperial yeah. guy um you actually need yeah. to take a line from uh empire strikes back during luke's training power these things are not a jedi seeks and you know, prestige, mm-hmm. power, all of that. And Anakin put too much emphasis on the idea of becoming a Jedi Master. And I think Yoda slapped him down for that reason. It just had the opposite effect. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, if he just made him a Master, it wouldn't have happened. No, it was going to happen. Um, because if you made him a Master, it would have shown him his capriciousness and pushing got him his own way every time uh, as far yeah. as I could see but yeah that's that's a good scene too and I like how um, Windu was part of that 
uh, you know, with, with, I mean, the other Jedi mm-hmm. masters were there, but really only two of them had any lines, um, during any of that, yeah. that portion. Um, and yeah, he was reporting, he was doing a good job of reporting what the Jedi were thinking to, to Palpatine. Talk about inside information. Cause you know, mm-hmm. he was just over everything. Well, I mean, you put, and you put Anakin in such a, as far, you know, from the Jedi, looking at, you know, his view of the Jedi at that point, the Jedi put him in such an uncompromising position, you know, such such a bad position to force him to do what, you know, have him do what he was doing. Um, you can kind of see where, again, the mistrust starts to creep in this, you know, are they really... You know, what's their what's their goal? You know, I you know you know being raised in the Jedi, being told we're peacekeepers, we're peacekeepers, we're peacekeepers, and here they are being soldiers, well, they, being yeah, warriors. And they might have blocked even that happening with Anakin if they had really gone more with we're not granting you a membership on the council. We are taking you at, at, at Chancellor's yeah. word and making you his liaison to the council. Yes. Uh, because then what's, yes. okay, you made me a member, but now I'm not going to get to be a master. Uh, that, you know, mm. So there's all kinds of ways to interpret it. That's the nice thing about Star Wars. We all can interpret it our own ways and then argue about it online. Yeah. That's right. That's, That's right. What That's do. what we do. Uh, and we don't have our buffer zone today. Mm-hmm. No ray, so at least no, and it has no ray. That's amazing. It's it's empire versus rebel, and 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 you know another word for rebel, crushed, crushed hero. (laughs) Targets, target practice, target practice, target. Uh Alderaan. Uh Ooh, right to the heart on that one. Um, Death Star, which got to take care of Alderaan first. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and a couple of good. Groups. Okay, anyway, uh, so we made it to him making it onto the council. Yes. He's, he's, he's on, the on the council, but has not been granted. Uh, and now we've got um, Obi-Wan off on his own kind of thing right now. Yeah, he's he's off to Utapau. And um we have the one the one scene in here that kind of I think makes all the difference as to what happens next. It's when they're talking, and I believe it's Kaya Monday makes this has the line, what about the droid attacks on the Wookiee? On the Wookiees, which then sends Awful. Yoda to Kashyyyk, leaving only Windu and a few other masters there. Windu and Kit and a few other masters, Kit Fisto and a few others to take care to have to deal with what is eventually right. going to happen, which is the um, and of all the people to leave there with Anakin, 
it's the one master who trusts Anakin the yeah. least. Absolutely. And and is always wary of Anakin is Mace Unfortunately, Windu. he didn't stay wary. Um, again. Yes. But, um, you um, know... Well, I mean, this this is an interesting interesting hypothesis. You know, he says the line when when Anakin finally when Anakin finally finds out when Palpatine outs, and then he goes to to Master to Master Windu. If and this is one of the big what ifs. When they when they go to arrest the Chancellor, instead of telling Anakin to stay there, if he'd said, "All right, let's go." I'll get them the other masters, the other masters. Let's go arrest him. How do you think, do you think that would have turned out differently? Or how do you think Palpatine would have handled that? Um, Cause I think leaving Anakin behind, he knew, he knew what he would do. And he knew that Anakin wouldn't be able to just stand there. So he knew he had the time to get in a position where he would look weak and he would look like he's in a vulnerable position and then he could kind of strike there. Um, which we'll get to the, the, to the rumor that uh, Palpatine let Mace win. I, I disagree with that rumor just because of the reaction when it looks like Mace has yeah. won and then Palpatine throws the force lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the the no no yeah. no, you know, like I'm going to kill you now with this light. Oh shit! Yeah, he can stop it. He's he's yeah. a strong enough master to to stop the force lightning. And, yeah. Um, well, I think, I think. I mean, the, at first he's definitely playing it up. The I. Oh yeah, he's playing. He's playing it, and he's yeah, he's waiting. And I think he was stalling. Because he's waiting for Anakin to get there. When he's fighting Mace, like he kills the other masters just right away. Right. I mean, just boom, boom, boom. They're all dead. And then it was like he was toying with Mace a little bit. I think there's a few times where he kind of Mace kind of surprised, like, "Oh, this guy's better than I thought he was." Um, but I think he was definitely holding for time, stalling for time for um, Anakin to get there, so then he could really turn it on. I, I actually and put I on actually the show. go the opposite. I think he needed Anakin at that point to save him. Um, yeah, and that was what was going to commit him to becoming the apprentice. Apprentice, yeah, yeah. That was that final step, and Windu blew it. By he must be destroyed, instead of yes, I agree with you. Let's arrest him and have him stand trial. Mm-hmm. Um, it was weird because it was Anakin yeah. quoting the Jedi. Yeah. Mission and Mace Windu going against it. Yeah. 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 Which, I mean, I can see Windu's point that... You can't trust him. He controls controls the the Senate. Yeah, you... He controls the Senate. This is, yeah, this is the only way. Then again, you can look at Anakin's point of view as saying, like, but this this is is not not who we are. And we this are is the not the you know, peace. This is not justice. Uh, now, peace to and me, justice. Yeah. That, that the whole fight, though, between Windu and Palpatine, says to me that Windu was the better swordsman than Yoda. Uh, mm-hmm. Yoda's flashy; he bounces mm-hmm. around a lot. But 
uh, we don't even get to see him take out Dooku. Um, no. And everybody will say, yeah, Dooku ran. But they fought for quite a while before Dooku ran. And I think a lot of it was just both of them were pretty exhausted. Mm -hmm. um, then there's the fight between Palpatine and uh, Yoda and Yoda runs. Uh, Yoda's the one who is forced yeah. to flee. So, you know, the only person we've ever seen defeat Palpatine uh, at the time in a, in a lightsaber duel is Windu. Yeah. Which would make sense with, you know, yeah. his kind of his uh -huh. attitude. Um, yeah. He was a little more towards, you know, the Jedi code than say Qui-Gon, but he was closer to Qui-Gon than he was Yoda as far as attitude. Definitely. And he was definitely yeah. a lot more definitely. suspicious than Qui-Gon was. Oh, yes. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. Um, but then, of course, you have, I mean, the the final reveal, you know, um, and this is another kind of rumor, kind of, not innuendo, but kind of speculation is, did the lightning physically scar him or did it, you know, finally just bring out the true self? of Palpatine. You know, did it reveal the true mask underneath? And then once that was once that was done, he was just like, well, you know, I'll just use, you know, I'll just say that the attack scarred me and I'll use that excuse for no, why I, I think that it way. did. I think the use of it and he put so much channeling into it to try and take out Windu um, that it did scar mm -hmm. him because he sure moved around spry. Uh, prior to, and yeah. now he's on a cane and all hunched over. Um, yeah. Especially, you know, at the end of like um, episode one, you know, we'll watch you with most enthusiasm and then just kind of jumps off real quick. Um, and he was known on yeah. Naboo. He was in the booing. Um, so. Yeah. Which one thing I found really interesting is in the in the new canon ex particularly with the comics and the in the other cartoons when they show images of would later become emperor palpatine um and like hollow you know you see a picture of like a hollow hollow mish, you know thing of him or a picture he's always portrayed as chancellor as how he looked as chancellor young and you know younger and spry he's not they never show him in imperial propaganda as being the wrinkled old man until much later on closer to right. jedi then they start to kind of you know um but yeah i think that was really interesting that that's the way that the 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 they decided to portray him as still being the young you know the the younger um Chancellor Palpatine, rather than as you know his Sidious right. form. Um, anyway, that's just a little, interesting little side aside. I thought, so, but then we have the fight with Yoda, and then we and we're down to about yes. fifteen minutes. So I think it's time to hit Mustafar. Yes. Well, let, we have to talk about the one of my favorite scenes before we hit that. And as much as I am, you know, rebel for life, 
I loved the march on the Jedi Temple. Oh, with the five hundred first, and sing with with the music, the kind of a variation of the Imperial theme as he's walking. That is one of my favorite scenes in the movie of Anakin, or now at this point now right. Darth Vader going into the temple and marching up those steps. That was just so. And of course, my favorite scene um, in the temple. And Master Skywalker, help us. Yeah. Okay. You won't have to worry about nothing anymore. Yeah, and then yeah. you see the lightsaber. You won't have to worry oh, about anything. The the younglings. It's all over. You're good to go. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I did not like to see you know think about a little bit bunch of little kids getting tortured and beat up and killed. Uh, yeah. I did like the Padawan comes out on the well. I, uh, Air, the the air car landing deck, and, and starts taking out clones yeah. while uh, Organa is there. Senator Organa is on, in his car parked there. Yeah, in that look of just shock when when the clones mow, oh, you know, just down. end up yeah. mowing him down. He realizes like, I oh, better leave. Yeah, they just like, oh crap. <laughs> um, and of course, you get the famous. We also got the famous execute. Order sixty six, which is really cool. And again, the Jedi were a little too easy to take out. uh, Myself, yeah. Um, But I'm sure what we saw were just some highlights for Imperial for Imperial Um, uh, news because they were you know not so bloody and gory, Um, or as you would call it, propaganda. The um. Propaganda. Uh, it was one thing, again, this is one thing that the expanded universe, the new expanded universe, kind of goes into more detail about what exactly happened with the clones with Order 66, with the um, the inhibitor chips that were put in that, you know, kind of helped and how they still had free will. Um they still, you know, they weren't just mindless. It wasn't like a chip just went off and said, I will kill all the Jedi, but it was the command went off and they truly believed that all the Jedi had turned against the Republic and that they were now traitors. Um, and interesting little, an interesting little note. Do you know what Order 65 Supposedly was? the other way around. Uh, was that a Clone Wars thing? Yeah, the Chancellor to take out the but I don't uh, think the Jedi No, knew about it wasn't with the Clone Wars. But as long but as nobody was... else knew about Order sixty five, it yeah, who's uh, going to call yeah. it? Um, no, I think it was really yeah, it was to yeah, arrest. I think Chancellor. it was just Order sixty six. Yeah. Um, now the whole poor part with uh, Obi Wan. Yeah. Uh, if you did, you ever read the book, mm-hmm. the final book? Uh, I have it where. You know, he gets, he, uh, it's Rex, right? Gets the order. Yeah, it's, no, it's Cody. Gets the it's order Cody. 66. And, and he just handed Obi-Wan back his lightsaber. And as he starts going up the thing, before yeah. he says anything to the gunners, he goes, I wish you told me that. I wish you told me that before I gave him his lightsaber. And then turns, target him there. <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. <laughs> you know, he was looking great. Yeah. <laughs> No, Rex was actually one that ended up having his inhibitor chip taken out. 
um, which again is from the Clone Wars, and he actually ends up now in canon. Uh, he is in Return of the Jedi. It's been confirmed now that they've actually retconned him into Return of the Jedi, that he is uh, one of the soldiers that is on Endor, uh, one of the rebel soldiers on Endor. Okay. They can't be That's born, uh, part of the strike me. team there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's the, here's the old guy okay. with the beard. When you see, you see the picture, you see the older guy with the beard. They've retconned that now that that is now okay. Rex, Commander uh, Captain Rex. Um, so I don't think we're going to get to Mustafar tonight. Oh, uh, well, let's let's just plow, let's just plow through. Yeah, well, do you I want to we um, the beginning of the next make one. this a two-parter? Uh, yeah, we can make that a two-parter, only the very beginning yeah. of the next episode, 15, 20 minutes. And then we okay. can do another subject. And then just Ray yeah. And then we will go right... Because Ray will want to get it on the Mustafar comments. Yeah. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, let's kind of wrap things up now and uh, look forward next week to finishing up Episode 3. There's a lot more in Episode 3. Episode I mean, the there's Phantom so much more in Episode 3 than the first two. There is. I, and there's there's so much more in all the movies, really. If you really get down and get down to it, you know, we can go scene by scene, you know, line by line and just break down every little thing. But this thing was and... so much faster paced. That they got a lot more. They it showed was a lot, a lot faster, fast. a lot more action. Yeah, a lot more action. Even in even the slow point, slow points. Next, we didn't even really talk about. You know, Kachik. they didn't leave. And that's kind no, of something we, we should touch on because that's a big deal. Um, so yeah, yeah. Well, I say we make this the, our yeah. uh, part two and go into. Next week, right here on Get Vocal and Facebook Live, of course. Uh, of course, you can hear us on Anchor.fm. Watch us on um, YouTube. And YouTube. And so, yeah. Um, got a couple of uh, uh, announcements coming up here. Uh, but before we get to that, Joe, why don't you tell people where they you can, can find, find me you on at? Facebook at Joe Cahill, uh, Director Producer or uh, Steamhouse Entertainment. Uh, you can also check out some of our projects there on Facebook, Last Battleship, Night Mistress, um, One Quirt Wonders, I'm Always Here. Um, and you can reach me at uh, steamcoffees at gmail.com as well. Cool. All right. Uh, of course, if you want to get a hold of us here at the show, couple ways you can do that. Of course, you can email us at waroftheStars1 at gmail.com. And, oh, someone just, uh, hello, Steve. Unfortunately, you're just here for the end of the show. <laughs> um, we're just wrapping things up now. So, unfortunately, sorry about see that, you. dude. Uh, we'll we'll see yeah. you next Wednesday, though, right? Nice. Next Wednesday, 9 o'clock, 9 p.m. Central right time. here. Talking Star Wars. Central Seven time. o'clock. Yes. Pacific. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can find us at War of the Stars One at gmail.com. Facebook group War of the Stars. We also have a Facebook page by the same name, War of the Stars. The Twitter account is at War of the Stars One. Patreon. 
Uh, check us out right here on Get Vocal or Facebook Live and YouTube Live, as Joe already said. Or you can check us out wherever fine podcasts are Patreon? heard. Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash War of the Stars. We still have the contest going on right now. First 12 Patreons to sign up to become Patreons will be entered into a drawing to get a $20 Walmart gift card. Uh, so get on it, guys, and you can win something. And uh, if that... Again, if that works out good, maybe next time we'll up the ante a little bit and get you something a little bit more, something a little bit bigger than a $20 gift card. Maybe a $25 gift card. Or something really cool. <laughs> I don't know who might have some really maybe, cool stuff in their maybe. collection. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now you're pointing at me. We'll have to see which one I have doubles of or triples even. Mm. Um, but the announcement, uh, starting in October, myself and Brian Miller, a.k.a. Brian from Accounting, as we now refer to him as, from the Star Wars Canon podcast are a after show which will be done sunday uh sunday afternoons um starting in october after the first episode of the mandalorian drop so uh that will be a as of right now a youtube exclusive we're getting the youtube page set up and getting all that stuff ready so um we'll get the links out to the facebook page uh to the youtube page out on our Facebook pages as soon as that is up. So should be a lot of fun watching The Mandalorian each week and discussing it with our good friend Brian Miller, who, by the way, check out his show, Star Wars Canon Podcast. It was, it is actually was listed in uh, several online things for one of the top uh, Star Wars podcasts to listen to. Um, top 30 Star Wars podcasts to listen to. So definitely give him a listen. He's got one of the best podcasts around other than ours, of course. So anyway, that will wrap it us for, wrap it up here for us and tonight. As always, I was remember... Say, and sorry, I missed that we did have three viewers over on Facebook Live. Um, okay. And of course, now they're gone. Okay. Well, <laughs> I got back to it. So okay. thank you, whoever was well, our, our viewers on Facebook Live. Yeah, go ahead and yes, hit it. Thank you. Thank you. Tell your friends. Because remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next week, remember, there's been an awakening. That's what's called foreshadowing. <laughs> May the Force be with you. Long live the Empire. <laughs>